Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. The heart is what matters. In 1 Samuel 16, verse 7, we read, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. The first heart transplant in human history was done in South Africa in December 1967. A 53-year-old man, Louis Washkansky, had a diseased heart, and Dr. Christian Bernard performed the revolutionary surgery and gave him the heart of a 25-year-old woman who had died in a motor vehicle accident. Interestingly enough, the first heart transplant in an animal experimentally was done nine years before. After the surgery on this man in 1967, the patient was given drugs to help him function with his new heart, but those drugs caused serious side effects and he died 18 days later from double pneumonia. But since then, medical science has improved significantly and it is reported that approximately 3,500 successful heart transplants are done worldwide every year. The major challenge is to find donors. Incidentally, the rate of survival has improved dramatically and approximately 85% of patients survive for a year at least and more than 65% live to as much as five years. Absolutely amazing, isn't it? It is clear that the matters of the heart are important. So we are going to talk about it today. The biblical text is part of a greater story. God had sent the prophet Samuel, who was the religious head of the nation of Israel, to find a new king because the first ever king of Israel, Saul, had messed up badly and God had rejected him. Samuel followed God's instructions and went to a home in the town of Bethlehem where a man had eight sons. Well, the first son, Eliab, he looked good tall and handsome. Samuel did not interview him. Samuel did not check references. Samuel did not do a careful review of his academic qualifications, his marital status, nothing like that. Samuel's assessment was based purely on what he was seeing standing before him. He would have selected this man, except God had to jump in and pull Samuel aside and said to him, Do not base your assessment on what you see, because although he looks good, he is certainly not my choice. Let us establish the basis of selection once and for all. You will review all the seven other sons, but know this, you are looking on what you see, but me... I see beyond the externals. I see the heart. Ooh, God ain't playing. God wants the next king to be a guy with a heart that pleases him. Samuel did as he was told, and as it turns out, God chose the last one, the youngest one, the least likely consideration. And why? A few days before, God had had a talk with Samuel and told him, Not only have I rejected Saul, the first king, but I have already found the replacement, and he is someone after my own heart. This means that the next king is someone who is committed to following my commandments. You find that in First Samuel 13 and verse 14. That was David. 
David was not perfect by any means. He was not an angel. He did some wrong things in life, some big wrong things. In one instance, when he was king, David committed adultery. You might not know what adultery is, but this is it. It is a violation of God's rules of marriage. God said that you should not have sex with the wife of another man or the husband of another wife. That is a huge no-no with God. David did, and he went even further. The woman got pregnant and David arranged and had the woman's husband killed, hurriedly married the woman and thought all was well. Until God sent a prophet to him. These prophets are something else, aren't they? And this prophet told David that God knows the whole nasty story and God is disappointed and God is going to punish him. Our friend David, he was full of remorse and man, the king prayed a prayer of repentance. If you read Psalm 51, you will see the long and sincere prayer. He poured out his heart to God, no pun intended. At one point, David said to God, create in me a clean heart, O God. Did you hear that? David made a discovery. The Bible tells us something about the heart. In one place, it says that you and I should guard our hearts because we should be careful to protect our hearts from the ugliness because everything that you do flows from your heart. Remember what God had told Samuel? You're looking at the externals. You hang around people based on what you can see about them. They are nice people. They are kind and they are fun to be with. They are all of those things And these are things what we see. But on that occasion, God told Samuel that God sees the heart. And that is where it gets clear as to who a person really is. Here is God's assessment about our human hearts. Your heart and my heart and the heart of the president and the heart of your spouse and the heart of your favorite person on earth. God says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. Whoa. We should hang our heads in shame because God knows the best and worst about us. He knows that we have hate in our hearts. He knows that we think bad things about people. He knows why there is a war in Ukraine and why the heart of those who do human trafficking or witchcraft. He knows the hearts of those who plan criminal activities. God knows exactly what is going on in your heart right now. He knows it all. Today, you have a chance of getting a heart transplant. You know that you have some evil ways, some evil thoughts, some bad things going on in your heart. Borrow David's prayer. Sincerely ask God to change out your bad heart and give you a clean heart and make you a good person. He certainly will. If you need further advice on how to get a clean heart, send me an email to friendofclyde at gmail.com.